It's Oddity Files. The, the podcast. podcast. So I have a dream. Do you want you to hear You have my a dream, dream or had a dream? I have a dream. Hit it. So I've been listening to a lot. Okay. So I've expanded my podcast listening. Aside from My Favorite Murder, which, God, I love those girls, and our podcast, which I do listen to. Same. And I, I'm entertained. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to say I'm entertaining. I was like, okay. Well, <laughs> I am. But... um. And of course, you know, kind of nerdy girls, which I'm a part of as well. So I've expanded from podcasts that I I have girl crushes on and the ones that I'm on. And it's called That's Why We Drink. Yeah. Um, James and I have listened to this one. Have you really? We really have. And I thought we had talked to you about it. Because when you, you sent could me that screenshot, been. I was like, I swear we talked to her about this. No, it's so good. I love these girls. Love them. But everybody's doing live shows. Oh. I want to do a live show. We should. We should see if we can do one in March. Do we just, in you Cincinnati. know, call places and say, hey, we want to do a live show? No, we should try to do it at a con. Like, I think Horror Hound would be good. You're on it? You're on it. It's official. DJ Jimmy is on it. <laughs> I think Horror Hound would be a good one to do it at. I think Horror Hound would be fun. Maybe, like, um, Flashback might be fun, Flashback too. would be great. Yeah. But I, I'd like to, like, go to a Crypticon venue. Crypticon would be fitting cryptid gun would be the perfect location yeah. we could tell all the cryptid stories all of them um yeah but that's i have a dream and it is <laughs> to do a live to show to do a live okay, files, the <laughs> podcast um so, so i'm just putting that out there in the universe something that i realized uh-oh um you killed our mascot before we even named it well i <laughs> I told you I was going to kill it, but it's a ghost. So can you kill a ghost? He's having such a bad hair day. Well, no, that's the plant and it's dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, it, yeah. Um, and it's an air plant, but oh, <laughs> oh Jesus. I was just about <laughs> There's water in it, and now there's water in my MacBook. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> and on my lap. <laughs> Less concerned about my lap. <laughs> I thought you said you didn't have to water them. But you do. <laughs> and that's how I killed it. <laughs> Apparently over water. So she killed it. our mascot <laughs> and my computer. <laughs> Fuck. Do I need to get a towel? Um, yeah? Do you think there's water? Hold on. I, it was just on your your the trackpad. Yeah, Great. it didn't get in your keys at all. Much. Um, we're good. Are you sure? Yep. I can get a towel. No, we're fine. Give me. <laughs> we're good. Look, everything's dry or in the chair. Oh wait. Or in your lap. <laughs> Anywho, so you do need to water <laughs> air plants. And <laughs> You just found out firsthand. We're good. You, yeah, okay. Yep. Sorry. And we're back. So very sorry. Um, But yes, I'm killing <laughs> the mascot. Can we make Katika? No. Mascot? So Katika is a 
an idol that I purchased on eBay with the hopes that it would have a, a spirit attached to it. Um, I don't think the it shit does. people do. It, I don't think it does. You know what the internet would call that? What white people shit? <laughs> <laughs> well. It's true. Hashtag white people shit. I've offered her. Actually, I'm looking at her right now. She's in her little glass case. I've offered her coffee beans and money and tobacco and everything. I I, I like to think the fact that she's protecting me. I feel like you have a a voodoo-esque relationship with... Katika? Katiki. Well, we called her. I called her Marley at first. Called her Marley because she's got dreadlocks. Right. Um, And then, but the name Katika came over on the spirit box um, at a location because I don't do any ghost stuff in my house anymore. Anymore, learned my lesson. Um, But she, she, yeah, I don't know. But any anytime uh, Clayton has to stay in my guest room, it immediately must be removed. So do you get vibes from Katika? No, I just don't like the thing fucking staring at me while I'm sleeping. <laughs> I've I've researched the hell out of this idol. I don't even know what kind of idol it is. It's stunning. Um, yeah, it's very light. It looks like it's made out of wood, but it's very light. So somebody said it might have been made out of a corn cob, which makes oh, sense. That would make sense. Yeah. So maybe it's Native American. Could be. We'll post a picture of it on we the Insta Snap. With all the things that are in it. Five dollar bill trying to bribe her to be haunted. Is that a cigarette? <laughs> it's a cigarette, yeah. For dirt tobacco. There's coffee beans in that little satchel. Um I found a store not far from my house that I think you would really like. Oh yeah? I feel like if you were to open a store, this would be very similar to it. Oh really? Is it an oddity store? No, no, no. Um, not like that. But it just has like crystals and like tarot and like oh neat um, sage and all that stuff. Oh, that's Alexa turning off the lights. Alexa, oh my gosh, <laughs> turn Alexa, on all the lights. Just shut office off. lights. <laughs> can you rename Alexa? Yes, you can. Why Alexa, don't we, why don't you call her Anna? That would be hilarious. No. Alexa, is she listening? Yeah. Turn on upstairs office. Okay, there you go. That was kind of creepy. <laughs> Terrifying. If you had been talking about Rafiki and that turned off, I would have died. Katika. Katika. Anyways, it's called Interpath, but it's very much of like just... Is it in Greenwood? Uh-huh. Oh, I've been. It's cool. Yeah, that's where I got my our new dowsing rods that we haven't used yet. It's really cool, right? Yeah. Because it's very just like inner soul. Yes. All the things. And it's not like just like focused on like... Wiccan or Christianity or Buddhist or what? It's just like everything, and it's really cool. It is, and that's it's uh, a good vibe when you walk in there. Very too. good vibe, yeah. And like all the people are like really lighthearted and just like, oh yeah, I've bought all the crystals there. It's really cool, yeah, yeah. So you've been, yeah, I love that place. I actually need to go back. I'm obsessed with crystals at this point, and they have all the crystals. Mm-hmm. I love that you guys went there. Well, it was about a month ago because we went. Uh, Christmas gift shopping. Oh, okay. Um, for um, what he was getting my little sister. So, I I knew you were gonna say you were shopping for her. Of course. Yeah. No, they have 
even like the intention candles and everything else. Yeah, it's really cool. And did you see like the room in the back where they do readings? They do the readings, yeah. They'll teach you how to use dowsing rods there, everything. What do you mean? You just hold them. Well, yeah, but some people need a full class. True. Not us. We just go (laughs) with the Maybe we should be trained. Well... (laughs) Instead, we have... We certainly don't need to be teaching any classes. Probably shouldn't teach anything. <laughs> However, I have a genius business idea for Ooh. Kitsy and I to start, and you know it. It's if you want something to follow you... <laughs> we can totally tell you how to do that. We can absolutely like, make that happen. Yeah. So yeah. if you want something to follow you um, or stick around, let us know, and we'll come out and... Try to lure one to you. <laughs> you can have some of ours. You can. Uh, apparently, there are several followers. <laughs> apparently so. However, you know who's been really quiet recently? Who? Walter. Walter. Where was I? No, he said your name when I went to do the uh, solo investigation at the Parrot Cafe. Right, but like. But not since. But we haven't been investigating. No, a whole but I'm lot. saying I have not heard him say my name in a very long time. It's been a while since we've investigated, though. So we did the Opera House. We He's, did. He said your name there. Did he? Yeah. Your name came across. Well, I'm not sure if it was him, but your name and my name both came across when we were doing the session where we weren't really doing a session when I started bawling because I thought Anna was in trouble because I'm overdramatic. And... But I just haven't, like, to be honest, I feel like, when he says my name, like, I know it's him. Oh, yeah. 110%. You don't think it was him there? I just haven't felt like he's been around, yeah. which I'm not mad. Like, I mean, do you think you left him at the jailhouse? He, he honestly, I really do. Do you? I think last time I was there, it was like, here's where we part ways. Yeah. That's good, though. Yeah. I mean, I, do, I don't want Anna to leave. I find her amusing. Like, she was messing with my TV earlier today, and I'm like, girl, we're recording tonight. Go to bed. And so far, so good. Okay. Anna, I have... Except for robot voice. <laughs> like, I feel like I have a 50-50 with Anna, and, like, I'm half okay with her and half a little... You know what I mean? Yeah, well, in my aura reading, oh gosh. she says they're not always who they say they are. I've told you that since the beginning. What did I tell you? When we watched Hereditary, I said, this is what's going to happen to us. You're going to be banging your head on the ceiling and my ass going to be the one that dies. <laughs> did I tell you how I felt when we spent the night there? Uh-uh. Night yes, no. he did. One of us told you. I thought I told you. Well, I'm old. Tell me again. Dementia. Yeah, so um, when was that? Forever ago when we, when we stayed here. It was before the thing we did in Atlanta with Cassie. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. So... And we stayed in the downstairs room, and he woke up in the middle of the night, like w- with an overwhelming sense of like dread. dread. You did not tell me. Yes. No. And it was rooting from the same place anyone who I've ever spoken to that sleeps in there says it is. <clears throat> it's that corner behind. Right the above, side. like the armor thing. Like I've woken up in the middle. More of the night. than one person has told you this. Yes. No one's told you this. Maybe no. I'm just scared to tell you. John used to tell me that. Glenn has told me that multiple times. That's why everyone wants to sleep up here now. What? It's all from the corner above the armor. I've never felt anything like that. Before. And it like messed with him for a while. Yeah. Because he was like questioning 
what like me doing <clears throat> investigations anymore over it. Okay. Um let me ask you a couple questions cuz I I might know who the haunting is and she needs to get the fuck out. Did you sense a male or a female? It I didn't sense a gender. Just that it was evil. Yeah, it was just like an overwhelming darkness. But like almost like a physical darkness like I it was physically darker in that corner of the room. So oh I'm like shit. getting chills like thinking about it. And I just like I remember I couldn't look directly into the corner for like more than a few seconds. Really? It just made me feel like very unsafe. And it was just that corner. It wasn't right. just like the fact that it was really dark in there. Oh, wow. Because I'm not really afraid of the dark. By right, right. Oh. But I mean, I felt that way down there. Just like uneasy. But, and then like even that night, because like when we were falling asleep it was like a new a new feeling down there okay um and then that was the room glenn said he was cleaning and he like started vacuuming in there and was like i need to get out and close the door clean the rest and when he went back the door was open or vice versa that door does lock itself sometimes yeah. but Scary. So my thought is, what if what we th- what you thought Anna said about the blue room is opposite? Anna didn't say anything about the blue room. I told her she can't go in there. Oh. Maybe I knew subconsciously that there's something else in there and she shouldn't. Get- but Carter was staying there at that time. Right, Carter. Yeah. And Maddie. Because um, that's why Glenn... He doesn't sleep down there anymore either. So I, when I first moved here, I had a friend that stayed in that room a lot. Ah, uh, I know. She was not a good person. Right. She ended up killing her husband and then herself. Yep. So that was my first thought when right. you said that. If she's here, I will fucking kill a bitch. Again. It's the can of Yeah. It's scary. That's... I'll, I'll do something down there. I don't know what. I'll figure oh, it out. No, I mean... It sounds like I need to bring somebody in to cleanse it, though. <laughs> the rest of the house is fine. I'm, right. We, which we, is, sleep, we sleep upstairs, like, often. I know. Which is with so, the ghost equipment. With all the ghost <laughs> right. equipment. Yeah. And Rafiki. <laughs> well, we move Rafiki. Katika. Katika. This is why things haunt me. The haunting, <laughs> the haunting of Duncan House. Because I mock their names. Yeah. This Wait, I'm going first? Yeah. So this is perfect to segue. Oh, awesome. So this story, like I said, a lot of people know this. Uh, but I feel like a lot of people don't know. I'm like, freaked the fuck out right now. Did that shake you up? A little bit. Because if it's who I think it is, I'm pissed. There's a gift she gave me in that room still. What? Yeah. What is it? You're crazy. A handmade. Yeah. Can you can you guys take it with you when we leave? No. no. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. What is it? Is it a Martha's Vineyard thing? Mm-mm. Is it in that corner? Um, is it in the armor? It's a hand painted ship, like a little ship that says USS Bob, which was her nickname for me. Is it in that corner? I don't know where it's at in there right now. I'm I can't even think straight. It's a hand painted ship. Like yeah. she painted it. No, like a physical, like wood ship that right, she painted. She... Oh. Please, take are you it sure? With you? I'm almost positive it's on top of. I'm burning that fucker. 
tonight. Can can we like make a what ceremony? What if it burns like a black flame? Like or like it screams when it burns. I just got a little lightheaded, and I know it's not the wine; it's only my second glass. Ooh, don't make that sound. <laughs> oh, speaking of weird this sounds in the microphone. Um, so there was an episode where we were saying, you know, if you get any EVPs or anything like that, let us know. Somebody tweeted us and there was weird um, static in all the microphones at the time we said that. Yeah, I, I don't know I, who it is. I think there are too many. Like, Lord only knows. Right, maybe we should call Terry. <laughs> God damn it. We should call Terry and ask her. See if she knows. No, it's going. Tonight, it's going. I'll throw it in the fucking woods. I don't care. I wonder, is there someone who's good at, like... I don't need to have that anymore. I I don't even know why I have it. No, but is there someone that we know that's good at, like, sensing objects? Tiff or Molly. 110%. I know. I I wonder if we have Molly walk through your house blindly... Cause she is good at that. She is very good. I miss her so much. I do miss Molly. She stands in that room with like this. No, I think honestly, Molly's so good. She'd walk in the door and know. She would walk in the front door and and walk out and say, "I'm not going in this room." Yep. Yeah. That's crazy. For fuck's sake! And that's literally always where it lingers. But see, like I never felt a sense of dread or. It was just like a presence from that corner. Oh, I, I get it. I but get John, it. you could call John right now and he would say the exact same thing. Huh. I think people are scared to tell you. Apparently so. I thought I told you. I know. Maybe I I thought did. I did. Or maybe I just told Glenn and I just thought. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that makes sense. Because when I told Glenn, he was like, oh my God, I have the exact same thing. Right. Hmm. And that's why he said he sleeps up here now. Yeah. He's got to go. Um, Any psychics listening, if it's the boat, let me know. <laughs> it will have been burned by the time you hear this episode, right. but <laughs> let me know if that worked. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, okay, so you got stories? I got stories. You got stories? I do. Um, and like I said, this one segues really well with our current conversation. Um, so this is one of the most famous supernatural cases in history. Um but it's often kind of finagled. Um, the infield poltergeist. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say Amityville, which I almost Ooh, that's did. That's good. Yeah. Um, so the story of the young girl thought to be possessed by a demon inside her London home that mystified the entire nation. Um, the case involved strange voices, levitation, flying objects, furniture being moved throughout the house, cold breezes, blah, 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 everything. Some call it a hoax. Others consider it to be one of the most witnessed cases of supernatural activity to date. Is this what The Conjuring 2 was based on? Though several stories linger regarding the events, including 2016 James Wan's film The Conjuring 2. Which I loved. Oftentimes liberties are taken. So what really happened with the case of the Enfield Poltergeist? It all started in a quaint little home in Enfield, London in 1977 when Peggy Hodgson a single mother of four children heard loud noises coming from her daughter's bedroom. Um, when she went to tell her daughters, Margaret, 12, and Janet, 11, to settle down and go to sleep, instead of roughhousing, she found them huddled in a corner with terrified expressions on their faces. Mm. In, in an interview, um, she said, um, or Janet said, we told our mom the chest drawers were moving toward the bedroom door. 
Um, and the mom was just like, like the entire dresser. The, the, some of the words are different over there. Yeah, the okay. chest of drawers okay. was moving, so I'm assuming the whole thing. Um, and of course, the mom was like, "They're young girls, whatever." Uh, They're just like, yeah. as a mom, I imagination. Say. Yeah. But then, while in there, Peggy witnessed the drawers moving herself in the direction of the door, seemingly by an invisible force. Almost as if some sort of supernatural presence was trying to trap them in this room. Um, and when she went to try and push against the dresser, she couldn't get it to move. So terrified, the Hodgen family uh, ran across the street to ask help from their neighbors, Vic and Peggy Nottingham. When Vic went into the house to investigate, he too said he heard strange noises coming from around the house. Okay. The Hodgsons called the police, and even though one officer claimed to have seen a chair move clear across the room, they deduced, or, um, yeah, that it just, this isn't a police matter, which, rightfully so. What are cops going to do? Um, according to the family, this was just the beginning of what would become their 18-month haunting. Oh, my God. Margaret, um, Margaret, in, in an interview, actually at the premiere of Conjuring 2, um, told people magazine we just didn't understand what was happening they went through is that one of the kids or the mother the mother okay um right no that's one of the kids sorry margaret janet are the kids peggy's mother peggy's mom yeah and the person across the street yeah um that they just didn't understand what was happening they went through periods of time where they just couldn't believe it was real it was frightening um we didn't you didn't like to be in your own home like it just imagine that feeling of being in your own home, but not wanting to be. Um, so when these strange incidents continued, Peggy decided to call a popular UK publication, The Daily Mirror, to come and investigate the supernatural occurrences. Um, when the porter arrived, the house sat silent for hours. It wasn't until the reporter was about to leave that something happened. A, um, the photographer came back and a Lego brick, seemingly out of nowhere, hit him above the eye. Oh. So hard that he still had the mark a few days later. Oh, shit. Right. And then Maurice Gross, I'm assuming how you pronounce his last name, G-R-O-S-S-E, came in on the case. The Daily Mirror called um, the Society for Psychical Research, I'm assuming. Yeah, um, let's go with that. Who sent Gross to investigate the case. During his stay at the house, Gross said that he witnessed more than 2,000 different incidents of supernatural. How long was he there? Uh, it doesn't say. Okay. But during his stay. Obviously, it's a matter of time. Furniture turning over, cups filled with water, fires igniting, voices, levitation. Oh, shit. All of it. Yeah. Um, so, in that interview from before, Janet said that the most frightening, her most frightening encounter was when a curtain wrapped itself around her neck while she was in bed. Oh, my God. Right. It was during this time that the supposed poltergeist began speaking through Janet. Oh. Yes. The girl would often go into a trance-like state where she would speak in a deep, scratchy voice claiming to be the ghost of a name of a man named Bill Wilkins. I have cold chills because. Again, this is an 11-year-old girl. Right, right, right. And. This is from the movie. Is, is this part is. Yeah. yeah. So Which terrified me. An 11-year-old me. girl speaking in this deep, scratchy voice. Yeah. Um, and we will play the audio here. Now, say Dr. Bellon. Come on. Hello. 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 Hello.
Come on, say it for me, Dr. Bellon. Done, really. Terrifying. That's terrifying. An 11 year old girl cannot manipulate her voice to sound like no. that. No, I'm covered in goosebumps right now. So, um, again, she would claim to be the ghost of a man named Bill Wilkins. And at one point, she even says, um, in the trance like voice, and there's a recording of it, he says, like, tell me your name. And it says, I can't. I'm. G-H-O-S-T. Which is odd. But, again, 11-year-old girl, this is crazy. It was later proven that a man by that name was once a resident at that home and, in fact, died of a hemorrhage while sitting in the living room. No. 100% fact. Fuck! Uh-uh. Swear. I am still covered in goosebumps from that voice. The ghost would reportedly talk through Janet for hours at a time. So throughout the 18-month period, a number of additional paranormal researchers visited the house, including famed demonologists Ed and Lorraine Warren. My favorites. Though as seen in Conjuring 2, liberties were taken in the amount of time and extent in which they investigated there. Um, But they did publicly state that um, the supernatural were responsible for the strange happenings in the home. Hmm. Um, Those, this is a quote from um, Ed Warren those who deal with the supernatural day in and day out know the phenomena. Know the phenomena are there. There's no doubt about it. Um, but here's why so many people cast doubts on the events, claiming that the children, the two girls, were actually behind the elaborate hoax. Um, two experts adamantly questioned Janet's gruff voice and later caught the children bending spoons on their own. In fact, Janet admitted that she and her siblings fabricated a few events. Quote, oh yes, once or twice we did it to see if Mr. Gross and Mr. Playfair were, um, were real and if they would catch us. They always did. Oh, really? So the girls were like, "We are these people actually like going to try and help us? Or like, are these people just like full of shit, you know? Right. So yeah. they would like put things here and there as decoys yeah. and they would always catch them. Um, later they she, being an, uh, investigators or the spirits? No, so like the the Mr. Gross who stayed there and witnessed like okay, so he was he there would for catch almost, what the girls would do. Yeah, okay, this that's guy, awesome. And he was the guy that was like speaking to her. Okay, she said um, about two percent of everything that happened in the house was their doing. Wow, and um, the fact that this many years later that she's still sticking to this story. Exactly. N- nearly 40 years later, Janet and Margaret say that while they managed to move on from the this traumatic time in their life, the haunting stays with you. Um, she said it stays with you every step of the way. It's just like death. It gets a little bit easier over time, but the fear and the memories of what happened there will never leave us. Oh, my God. That voice? Terrifying. I don't care who you are. An 11-year-old girl cannot manipulate no. her voice to sound like no. that. I can't, and I have the, the deepest voice any woman could ever have in her life. Like That's awful. At first, I thought it was a dog barking. Well, because, and I thought there was a video of it, but I couldn't find it, so I must. Um, is she sitting on her bed? See, I thought she was sitting on the couch. This might be from the movie. Yeah, she was on the couch in the movie. By a poltergeist. 
Oh no, that's like the legit. Same voice. Let me see it. This is it. Is it the girl in the red speaking? Yeah. They're so used to it. Uh-uh. That is not an 11-year-old girl. No. Wow. That's nuts. Crazy, Fucking right? Fucking nuts. Knocking well, And like, of course, The Conjuring 2, which I also loved. I love both The Conjuring films. Yes. James Wan's a genius. Yeah. All of his movies are so great. Um, but of course, they went like way overboard on everything. and like Which they do. That's how course, you sell a movie. Vera Farmiga, Lorraine Warren was like there the whole time. and like uh, Vera, Lorraine, both of them. Love them. Um, but... It's a great story. But that's why I'm like, not about to have that shit happen to us. No, the boat's going to go tonight. 110%. We should sink it like Jumanji. Wrap a chain around it and throw it in a river. In Monroe. Oh. Take it to the causeway. We'd have to chuck no, that. because then we'll be out boating one day. And then... what, if, <laughs> what if we saw it? What if it like bumped in? I used in... to go boating with her all the time. No, what if we sunk it in Monroe no, and like cause... this summer while we're out on... It like bumps into the side of the boat. Or it gets sucked up into the jet ski. Chris would kill me. Mm -mm, It will. (laughs) That's terrifying. You want to talk terrifying. Let's talk the beast of Bray Road. Are you ready for this? Yes. Okay. So there are varying... Way too much wine tonight. There are varying accounts of when first sightings of the beast of Bray Road was... Some stories say it dates back to colonial times. There are also some arguments as to what the beast of Bray Road actually is. Some claim it's more th- more Wolfman-like. Some claim it's more Bigfoot-like. Some call it a bear wolf. Some say cryptid canine. Needless to say, the thing is terrifying. The creature is described as larger than six feet tall. So we're not talking Frogman no. here. We're not talking Muncie Alien. aliens. Um, with grayish and brown fur, its face is said to be wolf-like. It has three long claws on each hand and has shiny yellow eyes. Its body is like that of the dude who works out a little too much, but covered in hair. I was getting woody <laughs> as I was writing. Um most of the sightings on record happened between 1989 and 1999, so not really that long ago. Sure. The most infamous sighting happened on October 31st, 1999, and it goes a little something like this. Doris was driving through town on her way to pick up some kids from trick-or-treating. She leaned down to change the radio station and felt the car lift up on one side. She immediately stopped the car, thinking she had hit some sort of animal. Looking around and seeing nothing under the car, she walks back towards the driver's seat. Okay, she got out of the car. On her way back, she sees a large, hairy figure in the darkness. Once eye contact was made, the creature begins to run toward her. Doris runs back to the car, throws it into drive, and takes off. Heard a large boom 
She looks into the rearview mirror to see the beast is on the trunk of her car trying to hang on. It's like Jeepers Creepers. All right. Um, let's see here. Fortunately, it was a wet evening and the creature ended up slipping off and Doris ended up getting away safely yet shaken. Doris had assumed that it was a bear that she had encountered. It's in Wisconsin. I don't know if I mentioned that or not. Mm-hmm. Um, but the next day after showing a neighbor the scratches on her car, word spread throughout the town and people came out of the woodwork telling their similar stories dating back to 1989. Whoa. Yeah. Insane. Later that evening on her way back after picking up the child, Doris passed through the same intersection and again saw the large hairy figure in the darkness. Dude just won't give up. Sometimes, you know, you just right, gotta give up. Mm-hmm. Um, when she noticed the creature was running toward her again, she told the little girl to lock the doors and hold on as she sped away one more time. It's like came back with a vengeance. Yeah. Slightly terrifying. Doris had assumed that it was a bear that she had encountered. But, oh, I already read that part. Um, and here's a story that came out after Doris had her run in with the beast. I lived in the town of Franklin, Wisconsin. It was about 1997-98. We had just moved into a brand new subdivision and we're currently uh, the only house that was built. The rest of the area for a long distance was empty and <clears throat> scratch that, reverse that. The rest of the area, along the rest of the area for a long distance was empty lots on what used to be the adjoining farmland. Our backyard had a running creek on the other side of the creek with some brush and a single lane road with an old wooden street light that gave off an orange hue about 30 yards or so away. I cannot stop thinking about this fucking boat. I know, me either. During my whole story, I was thinking about it. <sighs> Where was I? Uh, on the other side of the creek was some brush and a single-aid road with an old wooden street light that gave off an orange hue about 30 yards away. It was a warm summer night, and I was having a sleepover with one of my friends. We had all the lights off and were playing hide-and-seek in the dark. I went back into our sunroom and saw something crouched over, illuminated through the brush and the orange street light. I'm not sure how to describe its body posture. You know when you're about to throw up (laughs) and you hunch over and on your knees and palms, it was similar to that. This is all quotes. Right. <laughs> I'm doing air quotes right now. Okay. It was similar to that. Its breaths were so deep and heavy that you could see its chest heaving from that distance. We had a 140-pound a Akita who stood six feet on its hind legs. I could easily tell that whatever this was dwarfed my Akita. It's fucking huge. Whoa. I also know that I wasn't any type of it wasn't any type of dog or wolf. Its hind legs were thick and muscular like a man's, but its body's tapered at the abdomen and head like a wolf or canine. I called out to my friend who came over and just said, "What the fuck is that?" to me. Trying not to make much noise, we sat there and as it was hunched over for a good 30 minutes, my dad in parentheses, who was a hard-ass Vietnam vet, came out to see what the hell we were getting up to so late. We asked what it was, and he just said, I don't know. 
and then went outside. And as we stayed in, scared for my dad, he had one of those old mega lights that had the power of 1,000 candles and took it with him. He stood in the driveway, shined it onto whatever we were watching. It looked back at us, and I honestly don't remember its eyes, its eye color. What I do remember is that when it took off into the brush, it took off upright like a sprinter on all fours. No, wait, like a sprinter from the on all four stance. So yeah, yeah, yeah. like they're down and then they take off. My dad heard it splash through the creek and it hightailed it in. I was one of the, it was one of those fucked up memories you don't really talk about because people will think you're absolutely crazy, but yet right. he spoke about it. Um, the most recent sighting was in 2006. Steve Kruger, a DNR worker, was on his daily route picking up deer carcasses when he came across the body of a doe. He put the doe in the back of his truck, got in the cab. He then pre- proceeded to fill out paperwork, felt the truck shake slightly, say that 10 times fast, but thought nothing of it until the the truck began to shake more vigorously. He sees this same creature what? in his rear view mirror. So he takes off and it falls out the back of his truck. But in 2002, this is what I'm so excited about in this story. What is now known as the Gable film surfaced, and we'll put a link on all the yeah, socials yeah, yeah. and oddityfiles.com um, to this. So there's there's a lot of home movies going on at the beginning, and then uh-huh. it gets to the footage. Uh, the film was presented by a man named Steve Cook, a DJ at WTCMFM in Traverse City, Michigan. It's a little over three minutes long. There's zero sound, and you see some people, like I said, driving around in snowmobiles, kids washing cars, blah, blah, blah. Towards the end of the film, the cav- the cameraman is driving down a remote rural road. He then gets out of the car, and the next thing that is seen is a huge, bulky creature, the beast that starts to run at the guy with the camera, who then turns and runs. In the final shot, there's a brief flash of teeth before the camera falls to the ground. So, you ready? Yeah. There's no sound. That's okay. James, you want to see? So this is just the part with the monster. Yeah, this is right before the monster. So it's snowy, Wisconsin. Let me know when you can see. Shaky camera work. Oh. Right there. Looks like gosh. <gasps> right? I I honestly don't think it's CG. No, it's too early. It's definitely not CGI, but did this guy die? There was a teeth. Did this guy die? The the film can surfaced in two thousand two, yeah. Why is this guy just filming going down a country road? It's He was taking video of his dog at first, and he was like a hunter. See, there's no snow now. He's just kind of out and about. Also, if I saw that thing, I wouldn't stop and point a fucking camera at it. My ass would be I, gone. I think he accidentally got it in the camera frame, and then... Well, yeah. actually, it looks like he restarted the film, and is... I don't know. It moves like a bear. It does move a lot like a bear. I don't buy the whole teeth at the end, though, because it's a little too, like, campy for me, because I get... I see an eyeball. I don't even see teeth. So... Whoa. But the whole running thing is odd. Yeah. And nothing's burly. 
So there's more. Oh. Um, a second film was later discovered what? showing the police investigation after the cameraman was found dead. I oh, was not dead. able to find that footage. Had to be an actual bear. Yeah. Um, like I said, I couldn't find that one. The cameraman is revealed to be torn in half. On posts to several cryptozoology forums, a man by the username of Don Coyote said he knew the rel- a relative of the victim. He quoted the relative as saying that it was the office, wait, as saying that what the officer saw was a very traumatic and he eventually went crazy and often rambled, dogs have four toes, bears have five. Oh, that just gave me goosebumps. Whoa. Dogs have four, four toes. Bears, bears have five. So there you go. That's crazy. Yeah. That is. The what, st- and what is the actual, like, what do they actually call it? The Beast of Bray Road. The Beast of Bray Road. Yeah. And it, it there's stories about something similar that goes way the yeah. hell back. Whoa. Yeah. And that video's. It it makes you wonder. I know because it does move like a bear, but it doesn't at the same time. But yeah, it 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 runs like a dog, but is shaped like a bear. Right, and at one point it kind of moves lateral, so it de- like I don't know. I don't. Yeah, I've hopefully I'll never see a bear running at me. So right. Yeah. <laughs> that is crazy. Yeah, That's I love that story though. Yeah, good stories again this week. Wow, let's go burn a boat. Yeah, we're going to go burn a boat. Yeah. But follow us on all the Insta Snaps and the Instagrams and the What is Insta Snaps? That's what I call stories on Instagram because it's like oh. like Snapchat and Instagram all in one. I was always like, I always went it's with like, it. It's like, is there a social networking I'm not getting? No, I was just always like, what is It's that? my old lady way of saying Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> so check out our Insta Snaps. Check out the Facebook and the Insta Snap and the Twatter at Oddity Files or OddityFiles.com. We've yep. got merch, but merch. please watch us on Amazon Prime. Yep. Just search for Oddity Files and please, please rate, subscribe, download to Oddity Files, the, the podcast. podcast. Thanks, guys. Where does the new call? He is the weakest link.